Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode number 50 of Preston Jensen's Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. I'm actually recording this episode on Monday night just because it is WWDC 23. And if you are a fan of the podcast, you know I really enjoy Apple products. And I have always enjoyed the WWDC presentations because Apple seems to always nail it on innovation. They seem to think about just about everything when they come out with their products. And it seems like they put a lot of production into each presentation. It's not just, hey, here's our new product. Uh, let's let everyone else uh, tell you how it is. And you have to go to YouTube to see all the reviews. No, they're out ahead of the game. They're sharing all their favorite features and all of the design that goes into their products, which I think is a great business model, especially in today's world where you never know what people are going to say about your products online. But it seems like in the past, Apple usually delivers with great products, so uh, people trust their videos. Uh, and WWDC 23 was one to remember. I mean, if you're a fan of Apple, you know that they haven't really come out with new hardware in quite a while. Yes, they've got the Apple Watches, they've got the iPads, they've got the iPhones. Seems like they come out with a new version of those every year. But it seems like it's been quite a while since I've felt like, oh man, they are really innovating on new hardware. And today, with the release of Vision Pro, uh, I think they're doing just that. Um, Vision Pro is a headset and on their website, it says, Welcome to the era of spatial computing, where digital content blends seamlessly with your physical space, so you can do the things you love in ways never before possible. Now, uh, for me, I've never really liked VR headsets in the past, just because they almost make me motion sick. And it sounds like with this new headset, this Vision Pro headset, it sounds like they took that into consideration and somehow minimize motion sickness using two chips. And I don't know how that works. Uh, it's kind of like magic. And that's kind of what they want you to think of their products. Things just work. You don't have to know what goes into them, but they're high quality. And you are going to pay for this. Uh, this is one of the things that is very shocking. I know I, I was tracking Apple stock closely today. Uh, it was up early, and I thought, okay, uh, that's just for the news of the Vision Pro being released. A lot of people had rumored that this headset was going to be coming out. So I thought, okay, once they finally release it, it's going to explode. The stock price should go way up. However, it seems like the uh, at the end of the day, I think the stock was actually down for the day. And I think that's for a couple of factors. Uh, I'm no financial expert, but I think one of the factors was the cost of this headset. Uh, it says it's starting out at $3,499. And that sounds ridiculous. And it is. It's super expensive. But when you think about it, it's a computer that has surround sound. Uh, you can do what looks like anything you can do on your computer on this headset. And it's got a lot of other features built into it, like 
um, eye tracking that I've never seen on any other products before. Uh, so the headset doesn't have any other external remotes to go with it at all. You kind of move your mouse around, or not even a mouse, you move the cursor around, or not even a cursor, you select the items or the apps in the glasses using your eyes, and then it just uses gestures to select the item you're uh, going to interact with. And uh, I'm excited to see where developers take this in the future. Uh, they really hit hard on the fact that it's going to be like a studio. It's going to be like a, a movie theater in your house. But I think the real advantage of this in the future is going to be productivity and connecting people in easier ways. And what I mean by that is, let's say your car is broke down. Uh, let's say you put on your Vision Pro and you're able to diagnose what's wrong with your car and it's going to show you how to fix the certain items that are going wrong with it. Is that the direction Apple's going with it? I don't know. It's something that I think would be amazing. Or another thing I was thinking about is maybe you're going to be able to put this headset on, uh, sit down and meet with a doctor, and you'll be able to show the doctor like, uh, let's say you've got a rash on your hand and you show the doctor, hey, I've got this rash. They'll be able to see it. They'll be able to diagnose the issue uh, without even having to go into the uh, doctor's office. Will that be something that Apple comes out with in the future with this? I don't know. Seems like they're really pushing the health kit stuff. And that just seems like a direction that they could be going with it. Um, they didn't say anything about that in the keynote this year. But the other thing, uh, getting back to the stock price, not only the price of the product, but the fact that this isn't going to be available until next year. And I think that kind of was a disappointment to a lot of people because people are thinking, hey, this is a cool new item. I want to get my hands on it. I want to test it out. Uh, will I be buying it? Probably not. Uh, you, <laughs> that kind of price tag, uh, you, you can get a lot of other stuff. Um, but we'll see how useful it is in the future. Uh, you know, maybe businesses uh, such as uh, real estate companies will want to buy this and you'll be able to uh, schedule walkthroughs of houses without even having to call up the clients and say, hey, I'm going to be showing your house tonight. Um, can you, uh, leave for a little bit so I can show your house? Maybe with this, you'll be able to take a 360 tour. You'll be able to have people come into your office, try on the headset, walk through the house without even having to be there physically. Uh, I could see where that could be beneficial. And, uh, it, it's just kind of amazing. Like, where is this technology going to go? Is it, uh, something that you could wear when you're driving? Now, to me, I think, oh, that's a terrible idea. But what if it's going to, you know, with uh, Tesla cars and they're able to drive themselves? Maybe if you're wearing this, it'll give you a heads-up display to make things safer. Eh, I don't know how possible it is, but uh, I've been shocked over and over and over again with how technology is moving and how quickly it's moving. Uh, and it's Exciting, scary a little bit at times, but uh, 
This is going to be a very interesting product. Another thing that Apple wanted to make sure of in this keynote is that this is different than most other headsets in the fact that once you put it on, you're not lost to the rest of the world. Most of the time you put on a VR headset, you're totally immersed in that VR headset. With this headset, it's got clear glass on the front where you're able to interact with people who are around you. Um, they'll be able to see your eyes. Uh, you'll be able to talk to them. Now, uh, it's going to be extremely weird uh, to be having a conversation with someone who's wearing a Vision Pro. Uh, Apple didn't really address that too much. Like, uh, I guess all I'll be thinking of is, man, what are they watching in their Vision Pro? Why can't they just take off their headset to have a conversation with me? But... Uh, it's interesting. It's it's kind of like when uh, the Apple Watch came out, and you're wondering when people are, uh, you're visiting with someone and they keep looking at their watch like, oh man, uh, if you need to go, take off, you know, but no, uh, you're just getting texts and stuff. Uh, they're not trying to be disrespectful, but uh, uh, that's why, uh, off subject here, the uh, WWDC, they talk about updates to the watch, and I am a, an Apple Watch owner, and I love my Apple Watch. However, I think uh, one of my best purchases in technology in the past year, and I've had a lot of technology purchases uh, for my new studio and for my drone business, but I think my best purchase was a Casio F-91W watch. Um, and for the fact that uh, I never knew I would like to wear a watch until I got an Apple Watch. And up until that point, I'd never worn a watch. And I loved the Apple Watch and how it uh, tapped you whenever you got a text or when you're using navigation in your car, it would tell you, hey, you're turning here. Um, but when I switched to this Casio watch, I thought, man, how freeing is it? We're so connected to technology throughout the day. Uh, at work, I'm on a computer. I come home, I work some more on a computer. Uh, I do this podcast uh, with the computer screen on. And then when I'm done with the podcast, I've got to edit on a computer. And there was something just freeing about having just a basic watch that just only tells time and date and what day it is. And uh, actually, it's pretty fancy. It, it does have an alarm clock that I don't use. And another thing that I like about it is the light is not like a backlight. There's just a bulb on the one side of the screen, and it shines across. And there's something very satisfying about how simple it is. And the number one feature with this watch is it says it doesn't have to be charged or have a battery replacement for seven years. Now, I've only had it for about a year, and the battery's still going strong, so uh, next time you're charging your Apple Watch at night, think, hey, man, how nice would it be if I didn't have to charge my watch? And uh, I, I would strongly suggest just going out, getting a basic digital watch. Uh, no, it doesn't look nearly as cool, but try it out. It's fun. It's just like... Uh, I've got a favorite fishing spot at the lake, and I think the reason it's my favorite fishing spot is because there's no cell reception out there, so it's kind of nice to just escape for a little bit. And uh, having a basic watch lets you do that. Now, getting back to the Apple Keynote, uh, 
it's kind of amazing that Apple released this Vision Pro, but they also had a lot of other unbelievable updates to their not only their hardware but their software. Um, they introduced a new MacBook Air 15-inch. Um, I've only had a MacBook Pro, and I think that was a 13-inch, but these MacBook Airs seem like uh, that would be the ticket now. Now they're up to the M2 chip in those. 18 hours of battery life. They're thinner than ever and uh, a bigger screen. It, in fact, in the keynote, it said that it is the best 15-inch computer in the world. Why wouldn't they say that, right? Uh, Mac Studio got an update, and it uh, introduced the new M2 Ultra chip. It'll be interesting to see how people uh, who need that extra horsepower in a computer like that new chip. They introduced a new Mac Pro, iOS 17, which has a lot of cool new features. Uh, actually, one of the coolest things in iOS 17, this is one of the things I'm excited about every year is the release of the new iOS because it essentially turns the hardware that you've already got into a new product. And uh, I think the thing I was most excited about is when you, let's say you're going to bed, you put your phone on your nightstand and you turn it into landscape mode, you're able to customize what's on your screen. And now you're able to have like a basic digital clock with your calendar or reminders for the next day. And it sounds like you can schedule different things uh, that come up on that. Uh, you can add a wallpaper so people can see a picture of you when you call them. Uh, you can send a voicemail. Uh, oh, send a, a call to voicemail and see the live transcript of the message. So they're saying that you're able to see if it's super important and if it is important, you can accept the call and talk to them live. Uh, I don't know how much I like that. It is a cool feature, but this just makes people who are screening calls even more capable to screen your calls. Uh, messages. It says all your iMessage apps in one place. Uh, they added a new feature called check-in. It says let your friends know exactly when you arrive safely. Uh, I think that's a great feature. I've seen a lot of kids with uh, my nieces and nephews, they've got these watches that I think you can do that kind of thing with. You can check in with your parents when you get to a certain location. And now that just brings that to the iPhone, which I think is a good idea. It uh, increases safety and can't go wrong with that. Um, catch up and swipe to relay. Uh, that's one thing. I've got large group messages, and it seems like if you're at work, and you're not able to tech, uh, check your text messages. And at the end of the day, you're thinking, I have no idea where this text thread even started. Uh, I'll just skip to the bottom and respond there. And then a couple days will go by and you'll bring something up and they'll be like, oh, what's the deal? You uh, weren't listening to our group text. Uh, we already talked about that a couple days ago. And it's like, ah, bummer. But with this, uh, you can open up the messaging app you can catch up and it'll bring you right to the spot where you haven't read it and you can go from there. So that makes things a lot easier than trying trying to have to uh, scroll and see exactly where uh, you left off. Looks like there's new ways to 
share and view locations of you and your family. Uh, let's see. What's they had a big update on stickers, so it looks like you're able to create and make stickers that you can stick on your text threads. Is that cool? I don't know. It might appeal to the kids. Not that exciting for me. However, I haven't tried it, so I'm not going to knock it until I give it a try and see if it's as awesome as they say it is. Uh, now on FaceTime, if the people don't answer, you can leave a video message, which I think that's pretty cool because I, at least when I'm FaceTiming, I usually only FaceTime with family, and it's when my kids are doing something cool. So I feel like if I'm if they're not able to answer the FaceTime, uh, we missed out on an opportunity, and I either try to quickly get to my photos or my uh, record app and record a quick video. Uh, this way, it'll all be set up. So if they don't answer, you can record uh, a little video message, and I feel like you'll miss out on you'll miss out on less. Um, let's see here. FaceTime on Apple TV is now a thing, which is cool to be able to use the display on your TV. Um, standby is what they're calling that uh, new clock thing on landscape, landscape mode that I was talking about. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. It shows the different complications that you can put on there. You, you can do a basic clock. You can have weather I think it's just going to be great because usually I plug in my phone and just let it be throughout the night. I don't look at it. But if I wake up to go to the bathroom, it would be nice to have a clock sitting right there. So I, I think I will use that quite a bit. Uh, it's got a lot of new airdrop features, which are going to make things a lot easier. Uh, now, if two people have an iPhone, you can have your contact information set up right on it. So let's say uh, you run into a new potential client and you say, hey, I'll contact you next week. You can just hold your iPhones together and it will swap contact information uh, without having to sit there and type and create new contacts, etc. So that'll be a great time saver. Uh, let's see. Share play. That's a cool new thing that they're talking about a lot. I think you're going to be able to listen to music together with a couple iPhones. Uh, they were talking about how they integrate that into CarPlay, where people uh, can who, who are running Apple CarPlay will be able to kind of DJ from the back seat or the front seat or wherever. Uh, I can potentially see this creating a lot of issues, too, because I'm sure kids will want to take over the radio in the car. And uh, they didn't talk about the features that they have to override it, but I'm sure they're built in. Um, let's see. Journal is going to be a cool new thing uh, coming later this year. It's an all-new way to appreciate life's moments and preserve your memories. Now, when I was a kid... Uh, probably wouldn't have thought too much about this journal app. Now that I'm a parent, I want to save everything for my kids. So I think that'll be a great way to do it. Uh, keyboard gets some improvements. It says autocorrect is going to be enhanced. It's going to be able to start learning how you talk and, and make things easier for you. I hope that's the case because so far... Uh, I'm to the point where I want to turn autocorrect off. Uh, Safari and passwords. I don't know really 
Let's see here. Keep browsing separate for topics like work and personal. Oh, yeah. So I think uh, you're able to create different profiles for like your Safari for work, your Safari for school, your uh, Safari for at home, which would be handy. Uh, share a set of passwords with your trusted contacts. Uh, sounds like a cool thing. I've always liked the, um, when you have to do two-step verification on your phone and it says, we just texted you over an, a number, type it in here and we'll verify it. I've always loved when Apple just auto-populates that from your messages. I think that's a great time-saving feature. In the past, I've had to, uh, write down the code, go back to your phone. It's just a pain. So it seems like Apple is always trying to help make your life a little bit easier. Uh, they talked about, I haven't found that here. Oh, here it is actually. AirPlay in your hotel room. Um, I don't know how well that's going to work because you're going to have to go to hotels that have that set up. And it says that it's going to be at certain hotels with a growing number in the future. Uh, AirPods got an update with adaptive audio. Now, uh, you know, those of you who have the original AirPods Pro, you know that it's got transparency mode, it's got noise cancellation. Now it's got kind of a hybrid mode where it decides what's most important. If someone starts talking to you, you'll be able to hear them. If there's road construction, you won't hear that. That sounds like a very cool new feature. Oh, man, new update to Maps. Now you can download Maps to use offline. That's important, especially when you're in areas with no cell reception. It says enhance electric vehicle routing. That could be very important in the future if all of us have to go to electric vehicles. Boy, that would be a pain. I hope that doesn't happen. But uh, if not, Apple's got you covered. Uh, Siri improvements, spotlight, visual lookup. Wow. It says you're going to be able to find recipes for similar dishes from a photo. Wow. That sounds <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, it says you're even going to have be able to have visual lookup in video. Pause the video on any frame and tap the info icon to look up a subject. Improvements to health app. Uh, and of course, Apple always says they're improving privacy and security. So they had a lot of new stuff. I, I only touched on a few of the highlights, but uh, another great presentation by Apple. Uh, very excited to see where all of the uh, new stuff is going. They also introduced stuff uh, for iPad OS. I don't personally have an iPad, so I didn't stay too focused on that. They introduced Mac OS Sonoma, a new operating system for the watch. It's watch OS 10. Uh, some Snoopy watch faces for those uh, Snoopy fans out there. So a lot of cool things for WWDC 23. Uh, if you want to watch the whole keynote, you can. It's a couple hours long. I actually did watch the whole thing. I love watching Apple keynotes. So with that, I'm curious to hear what you guys think about that new Apple headset. 
Uh, is it going to be awesome? Are you going to rush out and purchase it at that price point of $3,499? And starting at scares me because that makes me think uh, base model and makes me think uh, if you're going to get a pro version of this headset, maybe it's over 5000 I don't know if they're going to have different models of it that are a little more capable. It'll be uh, interesting to see how the pricing and the rollout of the new hardware uh, happens because it sounds like it's not until next year. And uh, as far as the Apple stock goes, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this new hardware affects that stock. Uh, I'm hoping it helps it go up. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, it was fun for me to go over all the Apple stuff. I've been a big fan of Apple basically since I got, I think it was the iPhone 4S. And before that, I had an uh, Apple, let's see, I think they called it the iPod Touch, which was awesome. Before that, I didn't have an iPod. I had, I think it was called Nomad Jutebox. And that was a very cool MP3 player when it came out. It was the off-brand of the iPod, and that mp3 player actually had like triple the memory of an ipod it was a little bit bigger form factor but you could store so much more music on it that i loved the thing i i couldn't fill it up it was awesome so uh but ever since i got basically the iphone 4s i've been a huge fan of apple i've uh, basically created my business and podcast youtube channel on mac hardware and uh, it seems to just work, and it kind of is just magic. So thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week.